<laughs> What's up, bitches? <laughs> I'm here because this this time I'm 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 not just with volleyball players. I'm with friends. I'm with brothers from another mother. I got Rob McLean. What's up, man? It's good, oh. baby. And I got Greg Faulkner. How the doing? <laughs> the How great, doing? great <laughs> Greg Faulkner. <laughs> so for those of you guys that are watching us, um, listen, we 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 might talk about volleyball. We we we. We might not. <laughs> Actually, you before camera came on, you were talking about Diaz. Talk, let's 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 get that one going. Yeah, uh, it was just really interesting to see how just two ball control players can, can you know, qualify and not make it easy, but they uh, they never got nervous. They just played a different game. Like they played a very mental game. They played a very uh, a smooth game as opposed to a lot of teams that try to go the power route and just crush the ball, hit the ball fast and hard and don't care about the errors they have on the court. So it's nice to see, you know, yeah. volleyball personified. Yep. Gary, you, you didn't get a chance to see him, right? No. No. Um, what's up, Danny Guzman? Of course, my man. Shit. <laughs> aren't you at lunch? Aren't you, aren't you supposed to be back from lunch at work? Um, yeah, so you know what I like? I like the tempo. They're running like a little, a little lob or like a front two and then just mm -hmm. in, in the air to block, you know, has to make this this – this timely decision as opposed to um, the high set where you're just playing a chess game with like a backward defender and this and that. So it was one of those things where Jake and Earl, did, and Earl gets up high. He just, dude was like, jumped in, cross body. You know what I'm saying? Jumped in, jumbo, you know, and it was, it was, it was all kinds of hurt, man. So listen, um, do I mean, uh, Got these guys in their um, exceptionally valuable time. I want to talk a little bit about the P1440 trials. Greg, um, who'd you um, try with? Uh, I tried out with my uh, college teammate, uh, Kyle Stevenson. Yep. And it was great. Northridge boy, huh? Yeah. And y'all made the um, trial. Talk to me. Actually, talk to me about what, what is it? What is it? It's a tryout for what? Um, basically, what the big thing that we heard is this. It's just a development program and it's like a platform that they give you all these different types of training and they're just really trying to give people who are aspiring to be beach volleyball players a, a chance mm -hmm. yeah because getting a coach can be expensive exactly so <laughs> what's up instagram people yeah well, i mean i this is the first time i've done it uh i've had friends that went through the whole entire thing and i popped into practice um in the spring before and so i thought i might just give it a, give it a shot I think I'm going to just point the camera at those two guys. Nobody knew. Ain't nobody. You see me all the time, ugly mug. That's Greg Faulkner. That's, that's Rob McLean. So, Rob, like um, we, we were talking about coaching and sometimes how expensive it can be. And, and I understand people watching 40 is offering free coaching for, for, for that developmental program. Yeah, uh, free coaching and uh, actually free, uh, free conditioning and uh, weightlifting and also recovery. So it's uh, a lot more than just um, – they're just preparing you for competition, you know, so it's not like they're giving you, uh, <clears throat> they're telling you to play a certain system or they're telling you to, they're giving you the, the tools to be able to succeed. And that's, that's, I think what's new and different because, uh, I feel like a lot of times you, you leave college and say, you leave like the pro system and there's no structure. So just having a little bit of structure gives the, the athlete like that path to success, you know? <laughs> yep. <laughs> Just putting the drink, <laughs> showing showing that we're all friends here. <laughs> all right, cool. So, um, are you are both of you guys going to New York? Um, no. I, I said I won't be able to go. I, 
I mean, I'm yeah. leaving my options open, but it, with it being such so last minute with flights and stuff, so mm. not really sure. Yeah. Yeah, cool, I'll man. definitely be going for sure. Cool, man. Actually, there's something else I want to talk about because you, Rob, Rob, um, for those of you who don't, don't know, Rob is a beautiful young mind, one of these awesome, um, 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 highly competent beach volleyball coaches, you know, the private lessons with Endless Summer. One of the one of the one of one of the volleyball skills coach um, for Endless Summer, which is the most elite program on the West Coast. Sorry, West Coast volleyball. Sorry for mostly beach volleyball. Sorry, um, Wave. Sorry, everybody else. But we got twenty two girls, and everybody's every and everyone pulls their weight. Um, Greg, um, overseas player, um, uh, big standout at, at Cal Northridge, and um, probably the most beloved indoor volleyball player in the United States, certainly on the West Coast. He is an international man of mystery. All right. <laughs> So now that I made the introductions, let's go off the fucking cuff. Um, a few months ago, since we're talking about coaching, we're talking about people getting scholarships. There was this um, scandal where people were. What was what, what, what was what was going on? What was that? They were um, oh, they were like paying to. They're paying to like have their kids on these programs. <laughs> yep. And Miranda, then, can you look that up? Can you pull that up for me? Just the story. Uh, I mean, there was a huge one for like the whole like USC like thing, and and what was it? I think I think I remember I heard a story. It was like um, when we were in Hawaii or something. Uh, there was like a water polo coach that was there with the with his team. And they were going to compete, and legit, the cops showed up and had him in handcuffs, escorted him out of his out of his hotel. It's not you know, uh, click on help me fix it. It'll fix it by itself, and then just press troubleshoot and it'll do that. But um, yeah. So it was what there were people that were trying uh, uh getting recruited to play on teams that weren't even on the team. What was that? Yeah, they're just. Paying money to just have them on, on these programs, and, and then like I don't know, I don't know. It's it is horrible. It's and horrible why is it it's, funny? It's, it's horrible because now you got all these coaches that are that that are getting caught up in it, and mm. and I don't know. It's, I just I just think you know if you really want to be on a team, like work hard. You can do it. Yeah, man. The big, can do it. The biggest, the biggest secret, right? The secret um, uh, ingredient, the secret weapon. Um, it should, and I think it's working now. Just close that. Um, but um, yeah, Bernard. Sorry, what's up, man? I know you're my dog. Jake, what's up, Jake? We were just talking about you. We were talking about those badass Cubanos you had to go against at um at Huntington Beach. Um, and by the way, I didn't, I didn't think you hit the net on match point. So, but, but that is what that is. Yeah, I just want to, I just want to get like the person's name because one of the things that caught me, oh, that caught, one of the things that caught my eye with like the scandal yeah. was, um, everybody was like it was elite schools like Yale and, and Stanford, and then they said and USC, and I said, hey, and I said, you, you, I, you know, I got a little tight. I said you're gonna put USC on the uh, uh, in the same category, and and I, you, my USC people, I love you, whoever you are, and I know, you know. You guys have a great alumni and you take care of your own, but you know, there's an East Coast crabbing about putting USC in the same category as elite. Um, um, but then I was thinking, wait, they're not even talking about academics, no. right? No. no well, not. some of them, right? There, some of the kids were being yeah. um, recruited um, supposedly academic. They were docked on um, what doctrine test scores or some shit yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah, man. Oh my God. That was fucking and then, crazy. And then, I mean, the main, fr the main name, I forget her name, the, the main full house uh, <laughs> girl, you know? Mm hmm. Was it Vicky something? Whatever. 
Shit, what was her name? All I know is one of the volleyball moms gave me like the uh, wiretap, like the transcript, and she said, Jason, it reads like a novel. Um, <laughs> 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 oh, Cap Catherine. She said, it reads like a novel, and I read that shit, and really? it does, dude. Oh, never, never heard of it. I, yeah. I, I really haven't heard too much of this scandal. I heard just what, what everybody else has been talking about, but I know, yeah. I know that I heard uh, for sure that uh, it was um, Ferg Ferguson. Will Ferguson from SC when he was at he went to Wake Forest. Uh -huh. he, got, he got caught up in that. Oh, oh, I heard about that too. I did yeah. hear about that. Mm, shit. I just dude. remember like being in college, like, you know, having to, you know, play against that coach. I'm just like, man, that's that's crazy. That's <laughs> absolutely crazy. I don't know. I mean, I don't like to down any programs, but it, it you know, when you have big schools that have large basketball programs, yeah. large volleyball, I mean large uh, football programs, uh, it's hard to really find the funding to so people do bad things and you know they yeah. get caught and you know it's it's back to the same old with the scandal where it's just like work hard you know spend the extra hours yeah but let's also let's talk about like the punishment fit in the crime like damn you know oh sorry, picture picture this you're not in the holding thing you you're actually on the block in jail right and you so yo what you in for yo i have to cut this nigga throat <laughs> you know <laughs> what you in for uh, yo I, I robbed the bank man got caught yeah. i was on my way out hands up what about you i helped a kid cheat on a test i mean maybe whatever just make a pay a lot of money you know definitely kick them out of the school or just in the army i'll I just i'll just get chewed out i've been chewed out before <laughs> you know what i mean yeah. It's got to create precedent. Do the butt buddy on D block. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough. <laughs> oh my god! So shit. Since I I veered away from it, we're still talking about sports. Let's talk about um AVP New York. Are you you're going? Yeah, I am. Who are you playing with? I'm um, playing with John Schwengel. John Schwengel. Oh, younger player. Yeah, man. He's is he 19 or 18? Uh, I don't remember honestly. I think he's I think he's still in high school, so probably mm. 18. Okay. Yeah, he's a good player, smart player. Uh, oh, do you have it? Yeah. Yeah, click on it. <laughs> click on the story. What does it say? According to the Department of Justice, former Yale University women's soccer coach Rudy Meredith accepted $400,000. Wow. $400,000 from Singer to designate a student uh, as a soccer recruit to help them get into the university. I don't even think that's the worst one. I think there's other ones. There's other ones. There's for that's sure still, other ones. Four hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> I'm I'm for sure heard some some other ones that are just. Wait, there's this one too. I'll read that one. Um, no. um, Bernard, who who you having trouble hearing? Um, Greg, uh, my dark skin guy, the one who looks Dominican. Let's do that. Greg is lean back. Yeah, what about here? Yeah, there, there it is. No, because I compressed the mic where yeah. it doesn't pick up the background noise, so it's just got to be closer to you. Can you um, hear me now? Holy shit, that was good. <laughs> All right. That was good. <laughs> you should. <laughs> Burn, let me know. If, yeah, if you can't hear him, let me know if you can hear him or not. Okay, that's important. And Rob, Rob, same thing. The close, the closer the mic is, because I have it on full. I have it on full compression. Yeah, I want, I want pretty. I want to go pretty loud, so I'll stay. Yeah, that's why, and I, and I maxed out. You know, I guess I don't know. That's what happens when I you you choose a Yamaha. Yeah. Um, so shit, 
That was what else? Singer paid dozens of coaches and administrators, including co coaches at Georgetown University, roughly two point seven million dollars. Damn. Yeah. So what? Do you, what's his cut? Yeah. What's his cut? A lot. <laughs> what you think? Thirty percent? What you, what's he take? Uh, or is that the? Or is that no, story? That, that's getting, what he took. Yeah, that's what he got. He's getting I think all of it. All of that. But all of over it. A period of time. But then he also has to allocate funds to blackmail other people to make it happen. Oh, right? hey, so we we ended up, I received this donation, and I'm putting it into this building on campus. Damn. It's my favorite nation. <laughs> donation. Yeah. Cool. So you, um, AVP, you trying to, you're, you're going to play with Kyle, maybe? That's the, that's the game plan. That's know, the game well, plan? I know for a fact, uh, for like, let's say Hermosa, Manhattan, you know, I'm, I'm totally down. Uh, in terms of, I'm coaching club right now. We're pretty much on the back end of that, so there can't be doing too much traveling. Um, no, I get that. Yeah, but definitely keeping it open. So I like that. Want to want to call him and ask him? <laughs> <laughs> nah. I mean, you know, what time is it right now? Phone <laughs> a friend. Phone a friend. <laughs> Oh. Plug it in. <laughs> plug it in. Let's see if you pick up. Right, let's, 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 let's call him. Kyle. Here, plug Kyle, that in. <laughs> okay, hold on. All right. <laughs> let me unplug that. And let me plug in this. And go ahead. <laughs> well, this is what he gets for not fucking watching the show. <laughs> All right. All right. Yeah, can you hear? Energy. You can you can hear through the headset. Yeah. All right. Yeah. No, you you're good. <laughs> yeah. So listen, it's a points tournament too. So you can make the draw and not do well in the draw, but still come out with points. Hello? Kyle Stevenson, what's up? Jason Debay is calling. Oh, I'm uh, in the middle of lunch. What's up? Uh, well, we're in the middle of our show. We're we're doing volleyball one on one. I got Greg Faulkner here. And I got Rob McLean with me, and right now you're on Instagram Live and you're on you're on YouTube Live. What's up, man? What's up, Rob? What's up, guys? <laughs> so we we want to ask the tough question: Are you going to New York? We're talking Gold Series. We're talking double points if you make the draw. I got Greg sitting next to me. I got Miranda, who's got family and friends to stay with. We got we got a I got a We're I got this DJ, dude. I got this DJ who's gonna get you out fucking wasted if you make the draw. You know Taylor Crabb's going to be there, right? You know they're going to be carrying his ass out because that's how he does. You're trying to, you guys are trying to get me there? Yep. You're on the air, man. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Kyle. Sorry. Uh, no, it's good. Yeah. He asked. He obliged. I mean, if yeah. he is, you guys are getting me there. All right. You get... <laughs> so we're, so uh, to get you there, we're maybe maybe just like an accommodation to stay, right? And then the flight work out? That, that, that would be really huge, yeah. Definitely. Okay. All right, so great. See, that's that's the path. That's then, the path. You got to be uh, thinking about paths, uh, man. Okay, so I'm we're saying that we get our flight and a place to stay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Kyle, this is what we're going to do with Greg. So is Greg, Greg going to ask that fucking question. All right, Kyle, this is what we're going to do. We're going to go to um, Hennessy's and we're going to auction Greg off for a force tournament. They don't just get to fucking ask him and, and, and play middle, all right? We're going to start the bid at $250. And whoever um, Greg chooses to play with, you use that money for your flight or, co or accommodations. How's that? 
have. You know, uh, SmackFest, the registration opens up on June 1st, so uh, <laughs> I have that in my calendar. Ready to go. Tournament is July 13th. I mean, I was going to enter a team myself, yeah, but oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, you try to get the pro. I got, I gotta, gotta get back to the finals. I hear you, man. I hear you, man. <laughs> cool. All right, Kyle. We, we just, we just called to say hi. We're, we're out of here. I know you got shit to do. All right, uh, see you guys. Thanks for having me. All right, peace out. <laughs> we can just hang up. <laughs> so yeah, there, there's, there's the plan. There's the plan. Rob, I mean, maybe you should do like a date Rob one night only when, you oh, know, goodness, start please. to be, <laughs> you know. I can't, I can't one, be doing that. One night in her mind, so I can't be doing that no more, Jason. <laughs> no. You have uh, this demographic of girls who are like 18 and 19 years old, which is why you're like, nah. I think one night it'd be like, oh my God, I can't, nah, what, what, what just happened? I'm okay. I'm cool. okay where I'm at. Nah, okay. All right, cool. All right, so um, my boy Bernard said, come by my bar at St. Mark Street. The bar is called the Holiday Cocktail Lounge. Sounds, I don't know. It sounds like sounds, it's for old people, doesn't it? I mean. <laughs> Gary House. I would never uh, pass up an opportunity. Yeah. yeah. So my boy. Might as well just you know, pop in, pop in real you quick. Know. You know, say what's up. What's so. Gary House, one night in Bromosa. Yeah, what's up, Gary? Nice, cool. Hey, go on your, the Instagram page because you could you could respond to some of these messages. Okay. Like, so if you whoever you guys are on Instagram live, you could do that because there's a chance, you know, some of these people know you and they want to fuck you. And some some of these guys are just so you know, well, there's there, you have an older and a younger demographic that are asking oh, about the what? process. My service in here is spotty. <laughs> cool. Let's so Wi-Fi. You both you guys played. Um, well, Rob, you're like a full time beach player. But what's one of the things that you did um what what's one thing fundamentally that was easiest to translate from indoor to outdoor that when you brought it to the beach mm. uh, like, like um maybe i'll pick a category like passing so, setting blocking yeah, digging so or, or something like, other personally for me because i feel like it's all it's different for a lot of people mm -hmm. you know uh, but for me personally uh <laughs> it's funny because I, I feel like it's changed right so like when i first came out on the beach uh passing was always very easy for me Mm -hmm. I thought defense was actually one of the easier things uh, because on the indoor, um, you don't move as much, but you have the the mindset of they're going to hit the ball at you. So if you are sub GG, if you're able to like work from a from a low position and and you always do that in the indoor on the on the beach, you'll you'll, you'll be able to move your feet and run down shots and be able to pick up balls to to, to then swing. You know, so I feel like uh, defense, anything with your your arm work. That's that was pretty easy to to translate. Um, nice. Again, everything's different because mm -hmm. you got the wind. So. Yeah, no, no doubt. Greg, what was the easiest thing for you, uh, fundamentally? Um, or psychologically, was it blocking, digging, or whatever? For me, it was the block. Though my blocking days I gotta are, say, are over. <laughs> I gotta say, uh, blocking in itself, like yes, but the timing is a little different. Mm -hmm. And like obviously, like me playing middle blocker, like I'm having to like you're part make, of the scheme. Yeah. So yeah. you know, it's if you. I feel like if you were a pin, if you're a pin blocker, you know, I feel like that probably makes a little bit more sense of like you, you know, you're you're squaring up, you're you're kind of yeah. setting the block and making your move. Right. But um, just kind of going off of Rob said, I mean, I I didn't have to pass too much, obviously, uh, but 
definitely like the touch on the ball is a lot easier than the indoor ball. Like just because it has a little bit more give to it. And then, mm. but, and then specifically if anyone's jump serving, like, I feel like that's like the easiest to, to, to freaking pass. Like, yeah. but, um, obviously, um, and then also I think setting too, like using your hands to set mm-hmm. like that, like it's a little different because, you know, you have a little bit more of like, uh, you can kind of get at, it at, a lower, yeah, at a lower point to release, but I got so used to just setting fast with my hands indoor that like sometimes, you know, like I felt like it just, it just didn't feel as awkward right. to do it that way. Okay. But yeah, I mean, you know, but I'm still learning. So there's, there's things that from my in my indoor experience that I can kind of translate over to the beach right now. So, so that was the, so blocking was actually not, 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 not one of the easier ones, but one of the more difficult ones then. Yeah, in a way, just because I had to be a little bit more patient. Yeah. Well, for me, I'm a Rob, uh, but but well, for me, first of all, I'm, I'm just going to say forearm pass, serve, receive. Because yeah. for me, like a lot of people who play um, out, um, indoor and they're getting aced outdoor, oh, it's because I'm, I'm not a beach player. No, it's probably because you just sucked as a passer indoor. Yeah. This, this, this is pretty universal. This is right. volleyball. This is grass. This is beach. This is um, planet Mars volleyball. You know, snow um, volleyball. Yeah, snow volleyball. Yeah, yeah. It's oh, snow volleyball. Mm-hmm. I'd be oh, kind of down. Steve Asher, big shout out. What's one that in Bromosa? What's up? Uh, he, he was just saying that because it's, it's uh, all the homies That's together. That's literally what. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we could auction Gary House. <laughs> Gary, come see us. We're talking. We're we're we're, we're going to auction you. Oh, uh, he'll he'll make he'll make an appearance. I'll make a fucking make an killing, so. dude. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll be able to pay for the flights. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Greg, are you more of an indoor player? You still love indoor Morgan Beach? Uh, yes, but I love beach for my body. Because like I'll tell you now, I don't play Look as often. Look at Rob. I don't play. Okay, he already knows. <laughs> I don't play as often as I used to, mm-hmm. and like like in terms of like the whole weightlifting, all that stuff. So like I'll play indoor, and I'll absolutely love it because it's like oh, I feel at home. But uh-huh. then the next day, my legs are just like, why did you do that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm like, well, God, you know, I, I I just like to stay active. And and Rob, it's all things beach, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean. Yeah. I love it for the same things as Greg loves us for, but uh, yeah, it's just a, a more complete game. Like you get to do more, you just get to do more. That's a good point too, because I mean, for sure, definitely like, you know, being like for me playing middle, like I, you know, there's only so much I can do. Like if we if we're not passing well, I can't really be part of the offense. Like I'm just kind of just like mm-hmm. running around blocking. But beach, you literally have you can't just stand there and not do anything. You know, you're always involved in some way. So, you know, so that's the the good aspect of it. Definitely. Like, I was talking to Miranda, who was, who was teching the show, by the way. Big up, Miranda's with us. She's the one that's actually um, working the sound, sighting sound for us. So good for her, big up. Um, Miranda, I talked to her, like, her a month ago about, um, we call it different kind of sores. Like, when you play a beach tournament, and someone calls you like, hey, what you doing? Let's go out. Let's go sing karaoke. Let's go dance. And you're like, okay, yeah, I'm good. Take a shower, boom. But you play an indoor tournament, and they're like, Greg, 
Yo, what you up to? You like, man, I ain't going nowhere. Uh, you know what? I'm going to tell you, I'll still do it. <laughs> uh, you know, it's what it's it's a mentality. It's kind of like you already know it's going to suck. Just embrace it. You're like, all right. I mean, I'll get to I'll get to rest when I come back. That's oh. pretty much that's pretty much how I think about it. Oh, uh, Burn got a question. He says, I have a question. Yes, it's about the old volleyball old man. Oh, my God. Why is why? Uh, how would this next generation play old school rules? Because of this, because <laughs> they spoil playing these new rules of volleyball. Um, listen, let's, so let's, um, I mean, that dance is twofold, right? Because volleyball is a pretty general term. So let's, indoor, all right. There's one thing where, if you, where first contact can't be a double hit. Mm -hmm. So... You know, um, now, you know, that's protected, even though they do a, bit, a terrible job protecting second and third hit, too. Uh, so, um, I think that would not be a struggle for the high-level players. And you guys stop me at any point. I, um, um, I don't think it's a struggle for the high-level players because um, the jump serve and the serve move so fast, they're not passing with their hands anyway. Right, yeah. I Definitely, uh, I did a little bit of, like, like national team stuff, just like here and there, I'll pop in and, and mm. just like watching and also playing overseas, watching some of the people that are, are um, you know, in serve receive, mm. it's exactly that. Like they are really, really uh, focused on using their platform as much as possible. Yeah. Like obviously if the serve is like a complete lollipop, then okay, we're going to use our hands. Yeah. But everything's all on their platform. It's um, cool with the middles, right? Someone yeah. serves you short, you just – yeah. Okay. And, and that's and that's the thing back too. One, you good. And that's the thing too that like you know that happens a lot. So it really makes the servers really have to focus on what they're doing because if they like let up like you said on a short serve like that, uh, middle blocker is like okay, boom, you know. And mm -hmm. the the one thing that I did notice too that was a little different too is that, um, in in like the higher levels too, like if for a middle blocker you're not just standing in like at the net right there, you're mm -hmm. kind of like you you are on the 10 foot line almost waiting for that that yeah. off speed like shot and you're using your platform to pass that ball yeah so you're kind of just helping out the outside if they need it but yeah it's just kind of all right so rob talk um cool man you got the indoor side cover let's talk to me if you want to chime in on the indoor do that but i would like i would love you to tackle the beach part of it basically um i'll give you the scenario 2001 mm -hmm. they went from big court to short court mm -hmm. the wilson you know they have a lighter ball um uh let's serve rule is what legal now and then they go and rally instead of um yeah. being a certain team to score um yeah so i mean i could chime in the indoor but i think you kind of just covered it where the court size you know so if they're not using their hands for the court size you know of, of, a, of a large court size and you know using a short court you know there's not enough room to use your hands you know so you just have to uh Anything you do with your hands, basically on, on the beach, is is uh, is a set, you know, or, or or a dig that you're that you're moving up for. Mm -hmm. So it's it's all arm based. Everything you do is arm based. Like you can uh, you can bump set the ball and be a great arm passer, but you can't you cannot be a great hand setter and then also be in in uh, innately a great passer a great arm passer right so yeah. if you always use your arms you're going to you're going to be ahead of the, the crowd because uh if you if you bump set you know or you use your arms to set you have to set up your feet and you have to use your 
how do I say that? Uh, you have to use, you have to understand your angles better, you know, because you have to be able to use your arms off your platform. If you're using your hands, you have a little bit of, uh, More of a let's say error. Yeah, yeah. Like you can manipulate the ball a little better uh, and not be called because you want to put the ball in the right location, you know? So Yeah, that's, that's important. Um, yeah, for beach, I think, um, listen, um, I'm not going to say it's easier, but I will say that they've done things the last um, um, decade and a half to help the sport. Totally. The Wilson's lighter. It's easier in your shoulder, okay? I mean, is it easier to set the Wilson than it was a Spalding? Yeah, it's a fucking egg. Um, um, is it harder to control it as far as margin for error and how much it misses your hand or on a jump serve or a hit? Yeah, of course. The, the old ball, Bernard, the old ball, like the top flight, the Spalding top flight, even if you miss, you can't miss. You know, because it's, it's, it's a drop-friendly ball yeah. and you're playing on a big court. So, 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 so in that respect, old school had it easier. Um, new school has it easier, lighter ball, easier on your shoulder, um, a shorter court, you know, basically even, even now with a short court, I talked to some of the professionals. I talked to Todd Rogers a couple of weeks ago at the big West championship. And, um, and I was talking to him about something. He told someone else, he shaves a foot off of every side of the court like back back row on the sidelines he basically draws a line his an imaginary line and anything that you hit there you got so it's one of those things if you're perfect you'll win and if you're not perfect you won't because yeah. it was one of those things where he i guess as a player i guess before his retirement right he he, he um knew, uh, knew his limitations and it was like all right let me just do this because if i try to take everything what's going to happen right gonna you're going to give up everything so um, thoughts. How do you how do you defend? Uh, you want to hit this one, Greg? To defend? <laughs> well, blocking's de yeah, defense too. Last time I checked, um, but it kind of depends. Like I feel like the best way to, the, the I feel like if you're playing someone you don't know, first few points you're kind of just getting you're filling them out. Yes. And you know you're probably gonna do just like a line block, and then maybe just read from there. Mm -hmm. um, maybe just take ball, and then you're you're jumping late, looking to swat. Mm -hmm. or, um, but after a while, like the first few points after you get a tendency, you know, I, I'm just thinking mostly like line of approach really. And then kind of just going from there. Uh, but I'm still learning. I think the biggest thing for me is that like, it's the, the hand speed over the net. Yeah. So like I have a tendency to like try to go too high. Mm -hmm. So, and then, then, yeah, so that kind of gets me in trouble there, but, um, that's pretty much what I'm thinking. I'm just like, I'm trying to just take their, that big, hard, favorite, their favorite shot, you know, and then maybe play a little bit of cat and mouse after right. that. Mm -hmm. Cool. Um, yeah, it's, uh, well, I, I love Greg, that Greg uh, talked about blocking first because, you know, that's always the first line. Um, so if you get your block set up the right way or at least doing what you want to do, um, I think that's the biggest thing on the beach is learn what you need to learn, but then um, – it's actually about being incredibly loose, but still holding your principles. So like if you're, let's say blocking line and digging angle, you know, you're, you're trying to make them think, but also be in your position. So, you know, there's things you can do, like you can make like a, like a move or a fake or, but your job is still always your job, whether it's take the ball or take your line or take your angle. So, um, you know, these are the kind of the games you play and the better you get at these games, um, it becomes, you know, a chess match where let's say some teams are good at doing some things and they're really good at doing it. But as long as you make them do something else, 
they're completely ineffective or a lot less ineffective. So yeah, I think that's what he was right. What he was talking about, like um, taking their favorite shot. Yeah, you want to. For me, I, uh, the way I played, it's like if you want to find someone's weaknesses, look no further than what they think their strengths are. <laughs> yeah. And then sometimes weaknesses are just glaring or whatever. There are there are levels to that. Mm -hmm. Of course, I get that. When's nationals for indoor? Adult nationals? Yeah. It's, it's this weekend. This weekend. This weekend until Tuesday. Damn, I got Greg before he left. <laughs> yes. Hey, so, no, no, no. no. The thing is, I can't go this year. And no, I literally – it hurts. It hurts so much because I haven't missed since 2012 since I tore my labrum in college. So it's really weird actually not going to nationals at all. And I got all my friends are like, hey, uh, we'll see you there this weekend, right? I'm like, no, nah, nah, I'm sorry. I wish I was there. <laughs> he, said his, he said his TV's on 50 because of you. Because <laughs> of me. <laughs> I thought you could hear me. No, Are you maxed out? Yeah. Oh, all right. Well, Kelly, what's up? Kelly's in Tahiti right now. Damn. All right, girl. I got Greg. Say what's up to Kelly, Greg. Hi, Kelly. How are Ro you doing? Robbie, say what's up. Thank you. Mm, nice. Um, Tahiti. Oof. Yeah, she's at a wedding. Oh. Yeah. Nice. Now, look, this is one of those things like her friend had a wedding and, you know, I, first of all, I got to work. And second of all, it's like one of those things where like, that's not, they're, they're like, um, you still can't hear. <laughs> okay. Can anyone else hear? I feel like, I feel like it might be just a you thing. The, ins I'm, the Instagram sound is good. <laughs> okay. Hey, fuck it. Let me just turn, let me just max out your mic. Yeah, I'm home with some. Right, there it is. Ain't no one have a lower voice than I do. So no, no, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just always thinking it's me. Yeah, no, nah, you're 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 good. I think you. Damn, it's Max. All right, Kelly's like I can hear. <laughs> Wait, what does he say now? Kelly's like I can hear. <laughs> Wait, is it just me? All right, damn, Eric. Baranic, that is full message. I mean, wait, look, I'm burned. I'm done. Kelly said I can hear. This dude said I can hear. All right, all right. All right. What is, <laughs> what is, what is, what is Eric, yeah, Eric got to say? Eric is like, Greg, um, have you gotten better at passing? Because <laughs> you have. <laughs> Has sand time been the biggest factor? Has it helped you make a, be a better indoor de uh, defender or passer? Uh, more touches, more touches, or have you been working on your platform? and really breaking it down in practice. Any tips for indoor blockers who are considered powerhouses like yourself who want to play beach volleyball but get discouraged from playing beach? Is there an easier transition that we don't know about? Yeah, that's, um, that's a loaded question. I will, I will say for me personally, I think if you play indoor, it might be an easier trans, transition to go to beach. Not saying that you're going to be a better person than people who are on the beach, but it's a better transition. It was it was your mic, not his. Yeah, so, everyone's so, fucking with Greg. So, <laughs> oh man, sorry y'all, sorry y'all. But no, but sorry, but but yeah. Please. So I feel like it's it's like that because certainly the like the 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 offense is a lot different um, for indoor. There's a, you can get away with a, little, a lot more stuff, um, but if you know the general principle of like pass set hit. You can you you can pick it up. That's what I what I feel. Yeah. Um, and in terms of passing, I just I try to just get out out in the morning as much as possible. 
Um, I just I coach volleyball, you know, um, yeah. most mostly from the late afternoon to evenings. So my mornings are completely open. So usually I'm just you know hopping in some of these practices with friends. You know, Chris Austin, KJ, mm-hmm. you know, Laura Dykstra, and Cat, you know, Cassie House. You know, I just hop out and just get reps. You know, whatever they need me to do. Hey, I need you to bump set. I need you to use your hands and set um, for you know out of system. So it. You sound good right now. <laughs> thank you, thank you. So yeah, I mean, I literally just try to play as much as possible and not worry about the errors because I already know that I'm I'm inexperienced. You know, I'm but I'm in, but I'm just making my way. You know, I like it. Yeah, cool, man. That's a, Eric. That's that's a pretty loaded question and a good one. And um, oh. I think for a lot of people who are playing indoor right now, they want to play play a little bit of outdoor or whatever, and this and that. Um, there, there was know. one part of Please that the for the for the blockers that he was talking about. Uh, I think the biggest thing is just making sure that you're being m- more patient. It's gonna feel like you're gonna be late, but the more patient you are, the more you can like make a late move. Right. Cause I feel what happens is, is that like, there's a lot of these players out here that I, I mean, I've seen, you know, where they're going up hard and then they won't even hit the ball until they're on their way down. And if you are so eager, you're going to be up in the air super early. They can just see you and they can hit around you. It's true. Yep. Yeah. So yep. yeah, man, you, you go at the same time, you're going to lose that. Man. Right. I'll tell you that. Cool. Greg, um, um, Chris Austin, you played with him in Long Beach city, right? Or before yeah, same I year. With, I played with him. Yeah. That's a good. That was a good team, man. Yeah, it was a great team. We went to the semifinals and uh, you know didn't quite make it to the finals, but okay. Um, I actually wasn't playing the year as my redshirt year, but uh, we were actually roommates at that time, and uh, yeah, I knew most of the guys who were all the guys on the team. You know, we we're all close, so that's what Long Beach is. You know, mm. Just a close, close community. So yeah, cool. Um, Avengers Endgame. You guys saw it? <laughs> yes, I did. I saw mm-hmm. that cam. I did, and for all you guys that know, I like to, <laughs> I like to dress up in, uh, in costumes for volleyball tournaments, and I was the Black Panther, in Six Man and uh, Smackfest. So I was glad my boy came back. Sorry for spoiling it. Y'all should have watched that. It's been, it's been a while. It's been out. So I'm not sorry. It's been over three weeks. <laughs> Cool, man. So, yeah. So, here's the thing. I thought you were microphone two and three. You guys are three and two, so I switched it. Okay. That's why I couldn't hear you. I was turning. The whole time you wanted yours up, I was turning Greg's up. Uh, <laughs> oh, so I've just been just <laughs> serenading yeah, so, everybody. So you know, I asked for my volume earlier, so. uh, We can move it back a little bit. Uh, I, I apologize if I've been yelling at you guys. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so I watched. I'll watch Avengers Endgame. So listen, for anyone that's worried about spoilers, just just first of all, turn it off or or and, and lose my number, okay? Because you, if you haven't seen Endgame right now, you just you fail at life. It's, right? been, it's been over three weeks. Lose my number. You, you got. I mean, and social media. Come on, let's be real. Oh, it's been out for two weeks. You know, nobody can get in for the first week. Nobody Damn, can get in. Good. <laughs> Maybe. Damn, that sounded good. But how how you gonna scroll through Instagram and not find not find us one spoiler? I mean, you could just be, you know, or you just media. got those dickish friends that are just like, hey, yo, this one, this one scene was so dope. And you're just, you're scrolling on Facebook and you're just like, no, 
Oh my god. No. So <laughs> it's cool having pop filters too, because I could just jack up the volume and, perfect, and the perfect. mics don't pop. Oh it's yeah, we're chilling. The pop filters. Um Game of Thrones, you guys said uh, Don't uh, I don't watch that at all. Now, and been, I'm okay been, about it. Now that's been a little bit too recent. I'm, so hey, hey I haven't watched one episode. Uh, don't see it. <laughs> and, and I'm okay because after I heard about what happened, I'm like, you know what? Sorry, uh, your dragon show sucked. <laughs> 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 That's all I got to say. I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> Kelly's, uh, a, Kelly's an even I've seen it. <laughs> I have chosen Kelly's not to watch. Out. I chose to not up. watch one episode until the whole thing was done, and I was going to binge watch it. Yeah, but yeah. now I know that I don't have to do that. Yeah. So. Oh, 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 so now you know. Now you know. So like, it's a it's a fantastic storyline. That's what everybody watched it for: character development. And then uh, it's not not a spoiler, but it's just they they did a very poor job of keeping up the consistency to the yeah. to the to the end season. So okay. I mean there's a lot of back background noise about it. Like the writers are doing Star Wars and uh so they got other stuff. Yeah and and they wanted to do thirteen seasons uh instead of seven uh, or instead of six. Yeah, all of a sudden you got a whole bunch of producers saying, "Wait, we have to wrap this up." Yeah, so we, we, you know, remember, remember when you said you had thirteen seasons. And so, like, it's I would say it's like this: like mm-hmm. the whole ep- the whole like uh, yes, Game of Thrones. Yeah, the whole Game of Thrones was fantastic, and it ended pretty weak. So it ended up being like a pretty, pretty like just a solid show, mm-hmm. you know, because you know only the great shows are you know great storylines and then great finishes. So, but I, you know what I like? I like that it's. Everybody's like, wow, even in that time period, they found a way to make weapons or uh, the kill dragons. And I'm like, what do you mean, even in that time period? Yeah, it's, it's, made... it's fiction. <laughs> there, there, was no, there was no King's yeah. Landing. There's no such thing. But that's, but that's how influential Game of Thrones is. I wish I was back in them days. Back in them days. What the fuck are you talking are you about? Gonna be there was... Back in them days and die by the yeah, plague. No, but there's no King's Landing. There's no fucking wall, even though Donald Trump's working on that. We're going to build a wall. We're going to do it's it. That's right. Mexico's going to pay for it. <laughs> Hey, hey, the wall just went up 10 feet. So you want to make it 20? Yeah. <laughs> it's like he's punishing people. I'm just laughing just that, that you know? legit Trump was like in in the Simpsons, like where he won. And now it's a, it's a thing. Yeah, it's a thing. That's right. They had the episode. Yeah, there, like, and they had, what year did they put on that, on that poster? I need you to look that up. I think it was actually the year that he won. Because I, I, listen, hey, the left was like, um, and Coulter said it on a talk show like yeah. six months. Donald Trump's going to win the election. They go, <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. oh, 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 yeah. And, uh, <laughs> but so that's alive. the stuff. But that's the stuff that, that people talk about where it's like, uh, you know, they have the shows like Veep, mm-hmm. you know, where you have these actors who are like apologizing because they're creating that type of atmosphere. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, the people who are supposed to spread the news, they're creating that atmosphere. Like if anybody laughed over their own candidate, you know, of course, that would fire up the other side and say, yo, we should get behind them because they don't even give us the benefit of the doubt. Mm. You know, and once you give somebody the benefit of the doubt, you can see that they're fake or fraud or they're real mm-hmm. and, and somebody doesn't get them. But, you know, when you're allowing people to hide behind their, you know, their fake, like them uh, being fake, you don't, you're not yeah, able to yeah. challenge that. Yeah. You know? And that's been the whole, the whole basis. Of- <laughs> you pull that up? Show that. Show that. Look at this fucking Look at guy. That. <laughs> Look at yeah. that shit right there. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. It's like that's literally. 
to a T. That is just too. In, in that episode aired hey, like hey. so long ago. So long ago. Yeah, I'll tell you. I was in. I was in Peru. I was in Peru when he won, and everyone once he won, everyone's like, "So, uh, how do you feel about your president?" As I, I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, we in the I Simpsons. Don't, yeah. I don't want to talk about. It. But I, listen, I'm not one. Of the, first of all, uh, and goddamn, y'all know I could go all day on this. But uh, first of all, I'm not one of these assholes going to be like, oh, I'm I'm moving to Italy if he gets elected again. No, I know. no, I am I am a patriot. I'm right. I'm, I'm ex military. I'm a Gulf War vet. Um, I'm born in Brooklyn, New York. Um, on my ass was stamped USA DA approved. Okay, that is me. All 100% American beef. And you love your country sometimes because of its leaders. And you love your country sometimes in spite of its leaders. Yeah. All right. Did I vote for Donald Trump? No, I didn't. I think I'm, I think his behavior is consistent with a human stand on the underwear of life. But um, and I think Rob, Rob, you 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 really really brought something to light that some of my friends, intelligent friends, ignore. You know, and I don't mean and and yeah, fuck it. We're talking about politics. We're valuable people, but guess what? We're people too. Um, Rob, you um, and I agree in a sense, and Greg might agree with this. Ignore the fucking show. Hold, hold whoever's there. Hold their feet to the fire. If they make campaign promises, make sure they keep it. All right. Because totally. when Obama got elected, you know the the writer, whoever, even his own party, tried to hold him accountable. If you, if you have your insurance, you can keep it. But that's what he said. If he broke that fucking promise, he broke that fucking promise. If he says we're still searching for Osama bin Laden, and you know Osama bin Laden's dead, boom. You know, big up to the, the truce, big up to Bush for helping. Um, hold your feet to the fire. And right now, because of Trump's election, it's been three years, and all everybody's talking about is grab her by the pussy. You know, or you're fake news. You know, you're this or yeah. or or I oh these hands. You know, these hands. I, I guarantee there's nothing wrong down there. You know, they're still talking about that shit years later. And in the meantime, three years have gone by, and I'm like, what is what is he doing to fix healthcare? Is he just gonna cut Obama? I mean, he promised like, to get rid of Obamacare, but is he really gonna replace it? Because oh. I think his own party wants to repeal, but not replace. Because that—that's—they're just trying to save money. <sighs> yeah, um, that stuff's tough. But you understand the concept that you said—you said just ignore ignore the sh uh, the show. Hold these people. Uh, we have real issues. Educate. Um, mm. To me, my biggest issue right now is mental health. I agree. Mental yeah. health. And no, schooling, no, for yeah. sure. In schooling, that's very, that's very yeah. Big. Think about everything. Like, let's say you're, 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 you're um, like if you're gonna run or something, you're conscious about his education. Let's say yours is um, gun control. Oh, I don't know, I'm just fucking putting words in your mouth. Um, can you appreciate how all of this is connected to, to mental health? Oh, totally, absolutely, totally. I mean, absolutely, I even say it's like. You know, I, I, just going back to like when I'm young, you know, I hear about people talking all the time about, you know, euthanization of dogs and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And then we have, you know, we have veterans who, who can't get the right care, have PTSD, have to have other veterans take them out. You know, like the whole Kyle, uh, Kyle, uh, Chris Lyle situation mm -hmm. where he takes out oh, Chris, somebody, Kyle, yeah. Chris Kyle situation where, you know, he takes out a PTSD uh, veteran and the guy shoots him because yeah. you know Hello, uh, Chris Kyle Miranda like that stuff's crazy yeah. where we we are not even giving people who protect this country you know adequate service and then on top of that you know you can put euthanization of dogs together you can match them up with a veteran to give them a pal and a pet and you know you never really not that you don't have to worry about it but that's a step in the right direction you know what I'm saying mm -hmm. but we're not using any type of like human 
uh, mindset to go and fix these problems. It's all money based, you know, and it's like, what's the difference? Like our country is based on democracy, but yet again, I think most of it's based on capitalism. Yeah. You know, yep. you know the, here's the thing about Chris Kyle. For those of you that don't know who Chris Kyle is, he's, um, the, the, from the movie American Sniper, gives you a pretty a decent picture, a 75% picture of who he was. Ex-Navy SEAL, um, had PTSD, you know, had to probably had to shoot a whole bunch of women and children, you know, who, who might be used as human shields, maybe, I don't know. Totally. Um, he ended up getting treated, and as he's getting treated, and as he was trying to help someone else, he eventually died on a gun range by someone who was suffering from PTSD. He got mm -hmm. shot. Um, I don't know if it was unwittingly or not, but he ended up getting shot by someone who was trying to help, yeah. you know, and that that's sad. That's sad. And he's, and he's, again, all connected to mental health. Some okay. people consider him an American hero. Yeah. Um, some people consider him a liar. Right. Like, uh, like he told a lot of sea stories, you know, like, yeah. um, like how Je he punched Jesse Ventura in the face because yeah. Jesse Ventura is this and that. Talking about it. I heard um, all that. And how he, um, um, was on top of like the Superdome and Hurricane Katrina sniping people who are like trying to loot, yeah, even though no one, no one confirms that. And everybody's like, oh, he's either a hero or a liar. Which one is it? I'm like, it could be both. I said, be it can be both. There it is. There <laughs> it is. Who says, who says it's one or the other? Yeah. Or it could be neither. Right. I mean, again, no, no. we're talking about, I, I say both, but it could also be neither. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah, know, it could be. well, we're also talking about somebody who had to deal with PTSD and I'm saying that PTSD, you know, is bad and some not bad in others, or it, it gives you a, uh, you know, like this, this room for error in your choice and decision-making, but mm. you know, you have to take that into account and to say that these stories aren't like outlandish, you mm. know, or maybe just, he's thinking about himself back where he was when he was in soul and when he was being a soldier, you know, that's yep. very common. So, yeah. Like came to a tragic end in 2013 when he and a colleague, Chad Littlefield were shot at a gun range outside of Fort Worth, Texas. An ex Marine who had a long time history of mental illness. It's crazy. You know? and I, I guess the reason why I brought it up and now, now we're, seems like we're going down on the, the thing of guns. Um, it's weird. Uh, do we spend more money treating the mentally ill, or do we spend more money trying to take away people's guns? <laughs> well, I don't think I have <laughs> guns at you, all. Remember you brought up a good point. We had just talked about whatever, and you were saying that, you know, I wouldn't want my, you know, grandma with, you were saying, you said <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, listen, everybody's like, uh, oh, oh, no, there it is, uh, um, Rob. Here it is. Just because something's your right, this is, uh, and I don't, I don't like to use the word gun nuts, but I'm using it for this term. Just because something's your right doesn't make it a good fucking idea. Okay. Um, I would love everybody to have a gun, but I had a grandma on my father's side. I, that woman thought streetlights were aliens. <laughs> do do you want your do you want your grandma having a gun like that? what the what the actual fuck so that my point is one just because something's your right freedom ain't free right mm. speech ain't free mm. we can get i can get we can get sued or whatever i could get banned from by donald's son for talking about the avp right now um so um so the same thing should apply to guns it's a mental health thing, and and I think everybody should have it. I think everyone should have an opportunity to have a gun, but at the same time, it's not always a good idea. Where are we? Well, I would say this, like to be honest, um, I think there's definitely a reason. There's, uh, you know, the Constitution has been a long time ago, um, Declaration as well. So it's like uh, they are a bit outdated, but 
just like we're doing with our judicial system, you know, not that they can be interpreted, but they're there for a reason, you know, mm -hmm. so the right to bear arms, if it's there, we're not going to take it away. It shouldn't be taken away, but of course it could be legislated better. That's okay. the whole point of it. And it's the same thing with mental health. So it's the, it's the same thing that we're going back to where it's not one or the other. It's not black and white. It's both or it's neither. You know, it's either we can't have guns and we're not going to do mental health stuff or we should legislate guns a bit and we should deal with mental health on a, on a, on a deeper level, like actually talking about it in our school systems, going back to education. Mm -hmm. You know, we have kids coming out saying we know, you know, how to do trig and we know how to do chemistry. But then again, most of us are not going to use that. You know what I mean? So we either, you know, funnel kids to the situ the, the subjects that we're actually teaching them or change our schools to be about teaching them how to do things for their life, like how to make a check or how to do their checkbook, you know, how to do their taxes, taxes yeah. you know, how yeah. to, how to, you know, file for car registrations and stuff, you know, the things that maybe they don't have at home to teach them, the, you know, hold on a second, Miranda, that it's, it's that camera, it's grades in the middle. Is that the one that's out? Yeah. All right. All right. So, all right. So we're going to take this camera and point it at me and Greg, just zoom out. Me and Greg. I knew one of the cameras were running out. How many batteries I got on that? How many cells I got on that? Um, you got a little bit. All right, cool. And Rob, yours is plugged into the wall, so you can go all day. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, still still managing my equipment, so it's just one of those things where we make it work. Just right? gonna, yeah, I'm just gonna get more cameras that can plug into the wall. <laughs> yeah, we, we can squeeze in tight and go to one camera. It's all right. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, it's just trying out my new video switcher, man. So, um, Rob, I think it. Greg, what what are your thoughts? You think it starts at um young age like that? Is it a, a, a mental, not just a mental health thing, that, but it's a mental health thing that grows from um, mentally growing the right way? Uh, yeah, right way? Is it the right way? I think, I think it could definitely be a factor, a huge factor. Mm -hmm. Just because, you know, I mean, you have, you have a lot of different kids that are just, you know, being traumatized by bullying and other stuff and, and at a young age and and you have these school shootings and, and all this type mm. of stuff. Like, yeah. you know, like there's these kids that are like in, I read a story. It was like a, this, there's these kids in like a middle school, like they're, they have to learn like what to do in a situation that there's a school shooter, you know, coming to, to the, to the school. Mm. And they, they literally have, they know automatically what, where to go, what to do. And I'm just like, you shouldn't have to do that. Fuck. Like it's good that yeah it's obviously good but like that's just ridiculous. The times we are in now, you know, it's yeah, crazy. Yeah, you know. <laughs> it's really crazy. This is something. Wow, you know, this is crazy because we're at an end, and this is something maybe we are, we got to come back. Yeah. Uh, for one more, and then just start on this because right now we're right now my cam my cameras are telling me to get the fuck out, but uh, um, <laughs> but not Rob's camera. <laughs> Gotta stay, gotta stay. <laughs> and now we just uh, not his mic, and now he's copacetic. Yeah, would you would you guys we want to do this again? Maybe a couple of weeks. Oh yeah, yeah for sure. Because and let's make a mental note of this because this is a big deal. Because I think the people who are watching can um chime in on some of that stuff. Yeah, for sure. Like Gary House is like men mental health is a, a, a lifelong My battle. You never know what age you're going to struggle with it. And this true. And, that. and, and sometimes that comes from diet and exercise. Yeah. Right. If um. If certain foods or whatever are, are messing with your neurologic, your, your neurologically, right. 
maybe creating like the, the dinosaur effect, small, like bigger body and smaller brain. Well, there's also the magnetic um, factor, you know, where you have mm -hmm. uh, the pH balance in your body. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, you know, we and ourselves have like a, a negative and a positive pole to our body. So, you know, if you start drag, if you, if your polarity is messed up, you can start dragging, you know, you have a lot of, um, waste product in your body. That's mm -hmm. not just took out through your, um, <clears throat> what's it called your intestinal system yep. you know so yeah it's like a lot of ways that you have to be able to take away your waste so all right cool man all right boys hey shit we did it <laughs> i got my people up in the yeah. house hey Thanks so you guys um ne next big event a week and a half from now is avp in new york city i hope to see all of you there okay love awesome. you guys be good thanks yeah thank you